Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kwojo Boatenbempa. Reverend Dr. Kwojo Boatenbempa is the senior pastor and visioneer of Holy Hill Chapel, Assemblies of God. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. It's our year of supernatural growth, no limitation. Please, once again, let's put our hands together for the Lord Jesus celebrating him. Today is the 24th day of December 2023. Gradually, the year is coming to an end, and the Lord has favored us. Let's do it better for the Lord. And we appreciate our Father, the prophet of God. We celebrate the First Lady, and we are all welcome to this morning's service. It's testimony time, and our first testifier is Brother Ima. He testifies of supernatural favor. He says, from October 2021 to the first quarter of 2022 were the most difficult moments in my life due to some personal things I was dealing with. I, however, told myself that I would make conscious efforts to build my relationship with God. And that decision has made 2023 the best year ever. He says, in this short space, I have won two awards. And I cannot say this without emphasizing that this is the doing of the Lord. Having won the Ghana Journalist Association Business and Economics Journalist of the Year 2023 is a testament of God's infinite mercy and grace. The last person who won this award had been in the field for 10 years. I have been in the industry for merely three years and the Lord God has favored me. The Lord God has favored me. As you clap, may the Lord favor you in Jesus' name. I want to thank God for this honor and for favoring me. Indeed, Jesus is Lord. The second testifier, Minister Samuel, says Thanksgiving prevents snake bites. He says during communion service on the 12th of December 2023, Daddy taught us about the benefits of Thanksgiving. On my way home that night, I felt the urge to complain because it was late and my house was very far from the church. But instead, I remembered daddy's teachings on Thanksgiving. So I started singing and praising God on my way home. When I got home, I fetched water from the tap to take my bath. But before I started bathing, the Holy Spirit prompted me to check the water. People of God, when I checked, there was a little snake at the bottom of the bucket. By God's grace, I was able to kill the snake and I was saved from snake bite. I want to thank God for saving my life. Hallelujah, glory be to God. As you clap your hands and thank God for this miracle. In the last minute trap of the enemy, you will escape in Jesus' name. Our final testimony from Brother Luther, he says, release of money after prophetic declaration. He says, I did a project for a client in the week of the 2023 faith convention, and I was due to receive 2,000 Ghana cities on Thursday, but nothing came. On the final day of the convention, Daddy made some prophetic declarations, releasing miracle monies into people's accounts. So in faith, I lifted my phone for my miracle. People of God, at that very moment, I received the 2,000 Ghana cities, which was delaying. 
the Lord is quick and good and I give him all the praise thank you Jesus as you continue to clap anything that has delayed throughout the year today you will receive it in Jesus name supernatural growth daddy and mommy we thank you for this great opportunity amen today is another opportunity God has given us and we want to thank him for his goodness amen Oh, so good. 
is a thanksgiver. When you think very deep, you are going to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. Lift your two hands and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh Lord, we give you good. Oh Lord, we give you good. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Yes, 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 the Lord the biggest shout. Amen. To Psalm 116 verse 17. This is our month of thanksgiving and thanksgiving involves many things which we have done many of them. 
dancing, singing, clapping, shouting. All of them are components of thanksgiving. And today, we are here to offer unto God the grandmother of thanksgiving. When you remove that aspect, thanksgiving is not complete. I will offer unto thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And I will call upon the name of the Lord. So thanksgiving ends in sacrifice. Thanksgiving ends in sacrifice. Without sacrifice, thanksgiving is not complete. Psalm 50 verse 14. Psalm 50 verse 14. Also says, Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most High God. So thanksgiving includes payment of vows. Payment of vows. And so thanksgiving must always end in giving something precious to God. So we see an example in the life of a man, and we are looking at the title, The Sacrifice of Thanksgiving is the Altar of Supernatural Turnaround. The Sacrifice of Thanksgiving is the Altar of Supernatural Turnaround. 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 3. 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 3. This man went out of the city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli were with him. My screen is going on and off, so you better check it, please. So, the script, the Bible says that there is a man called Elkanah. Elkanah. Now, one of the things you have to learn to do, don't read the Bible as if it's just a history book. The Bible contains keys that have already opened doors for people. And so when you read them and you do the same, you get the same results. This man went out. Let's start from verse 1. Verse 1. So now there was a certain man of Ramadophism of mountain Ephraim. Where he comes from doesn't matter. His name was Elkanah. And the man, Elkanah, did something in his walk with God. Give me verse 2. The Bible said that from time to time, he had two wives. And the name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other was Peniha. Peniha had children, Hannah had no children. Today, our focus is not on Hannah or Peniha. Verse 3. This man went out of his city yearly. To worship and to sacrifice unto God. The Lord of hosts. It was a yearly lifestyle. That at the end of the every year. The man will appear before God. And he said Lord. For all that you have done for me. I'm not only singing. I'm not only dancing. I've brought something very precious. To say thank you to you. Verse 21. Verse 21, the same place. First Samuel 1, 21. And the man Elkanah and all 
all his house. So our children, wife, husband, everybody, all his house went up to offer unto the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. This is how they ended Thanksgiving. If you come to jumping, everybody can jump. If you come to shouting. But what is the biblical order of Thanksgiving? You give him thanks and you give him a sacrifice. That's how Thanksgiving is supposed to end. Sacrifice is a turn around mystery. The reason why many people never experience a sharp turn around is because they've not learned the mystery of sacrifice or they have been taught to become receivers like Africa. Every day receiving. Every day receiving. Every day receiving. But when you are a receiver, you can't receive a turn around. It is only sacrificial believers that can experience supernatural turn around. So we say what? Nothing turns things around better like sacrifice. Sacrifice is the completion of thanksgiving. So we read Psalm 126 verse 1 to 6. Very powerful scripture. Psalm 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue was singing. Then said they among the hidden, the Lord has done great things. The Lord has done great things for us. Whereof we are glad. Verse 4. Turn again our captivity. O Lord. As the streams in the south. Turn again. So God is the one that turns people's life around. The word turn around means change of level. He changes their level. You are here today. You may not have a car. But by what you can do today can alter the course of your life. Turn around means change of level. Upgrading in life. God is a God who does not leave people at the same spot. Somebody just testified. He said at the beginning of the year, things were very rough. But by the time the year turns around, I am the journalist of the year. God of supernatural turn around. Somebody testified the other time, one of the students. He said, my lecturer disgraced me on the student's street. But here I stand. By my sacrifice at the altar, the best journalism student, all time best student, and the whole school best student, and I also graduated with first class. Put your hands together for the Lord. This is the God we are talking about. He's a turn around God. If nothing is turning, you don't know the keys. Or you are not walking in the covenant. You can't share the same testimony every day. So follow the things we are teaching. Now you better understand. God doesn't need anything from you. And you cannot meet the needs of God. Every instruction from scripture is to construct your destiny. No one here can meet the needs of God because God has no needs. We are the ones who are bogged with needs. I need this. I need that. I need that. I need that. So sacrifice is a covenant highway to meet your own needs. Sacrifice is a covenant highway. If you are need conscious, you die in knees. But if you are seek conscious, you suffocate all your knees. So it's a mystery that has been ordained by scripture. 
So the verse 4 says, turn again, which means that you can keep on turning, changing level, changing level. And today I see somebody changing level supernaturally. Now look at verse 5. He shows you the mystery. The mystery. What is the secret that turns people around? Many people go to church, they'll be happy at every topic except this one. And they will never criticize a church until it gets here. And yet, that's how God wants us to worship him. They are so in tears. So, it's not sacrifice is something that pushes you into tears. They are so in tears shall reap in joy. Then the verse number 6 says, He that goeth forth weeping. So sometimes you are weeping. Sometimes it is your last. Sometimes it is all you have. And that is all that God is also asking for. They that go out for weeping, bearing precious seed. You don't give a trash to God to receive a treasure. Bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheep with him. He will always come back with abundance. Now, let me read verse 5 and 6 in the Passion Translation. Because understanding is important. Those who sow their tears as seeds will reap a harvest with joyful shouts of glee. They may weep as they go out carrying their seeds to sow. They may weep as they go out, many people give things to God, but it's not things that drive them to tears. That's why they don't experience a change. They want to do things that are very convenient. God killing his son was not convenient. We are all sitting here because of one-time sacrifice. So no believer should serve God outside sacrifice. And don't complain when God calls you to sacrifice. Because he is not calling you to kill you. He is calling you to multiply you. They that weep as they go out carrying their seeds to sow. But they will return with joyful laughter. My God. Shouting with gladness. As they bring back. What? Arm loads of blessings. And a harvest overflowing. This year one of our students. Who just got a job. Said that. She was left at 50 Ghana City. And she's going to work. And there is this. I don't know whether it's a watch seller where he buys a watch or something. So he gets and sees this woman. The woman is very sad. And then he's talking to the woman. Say, Mama, what is your problem? He said, My mother is sick. And the money to carry my mother to hospital is a problem. And so the lady just encouraged this woman selling. Say, it's, it's, it's going to be alright. It's going to be alright. But then she gets to her office. And for three solid hours, God begins to talk to her. Give her your 50 Ghana city. He said, Lord, if I give the 50 Ghana, how will I go home? I've calculated everything. This is my calculation. If I give my 50 Ghana, I will be locked up in this place. I cannot get home. And for three solid hours, give your 50 Ghana. Give your 50 Ghana. Give your 50 Ghana. The lady couldn't hold it anymore. So she comes out, goes outside, and give the 50 Ghana. And this woman is a Muslim. He broke into tears. 
Because maybe to her, this is the first time and she knows this girl is a believer. The Muslim woman now breaks into tears and he begins to say, you have saved me. So the lady left. Now it's 5 p.m. The office has closed. No money to go back. Nobody. The breakthrough hasn't happened yet. Everybody is leaving the office. The lady said, when are you going? I'm checking some extra something. No, she's broke. There's no money to go. Now, finally, as she was there, so can let me try and call one or two people. As soon as she picks her phone, a call rather runs through her own. You know, sometimes when we are making a call, another powerful call comes. <laughs> this week, some powerful call is about to come. And the person is like, it's a long time ahead of you. Something is telling me to send you money. He said, check your phone. He opened it, 2,000 Ghana cities. The lady is sitting in the church. She comes out of the office, sit on a stone and begin to weep like a baby. You see, many have never experienced this kind of touch. Because to give the 50, they will die with the 50. If Jesus has not been offered, all the millions of believers you see today, you may never see them. So let me tell you, Christianity involves sacrifice. So those of you who are busy listening to people who don't read Bible on social media, whatever, you go to church, you give your money to God, whatever, whatever. Who told you the money we give, we give to church? Hebrews 7, 7 and 8 says that, Hear men that die receive, but there God receives it. A friend of mine went to heaven recently. They took him to heaven's department of accountancy. And everybody's ties and offering all their life were printed. Sit down and play games. Some of you, when they print your this thing, what they see? Indomie, 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 Indomie. You are lost. You are lost. So God is calling the church. And the power of the church is sacrifice. The power of Christianity is in sacrifice. The power of everything. How much are you willing to put down for what you are believing God for? And so Psalm 126, 1 to 6, it's a scripture everybody must read. It is a white time scripture that brings supernatural turnaround. Now, in the Bible, we saw two women. One, the woman of Zarephath. People that sacrifice for a turnaround. The woman of Zarephath. 1 Kings 17, 8 and 16. Let me paraphrase. This woman had the only meal left to eat and die. Then, in order for God to bring her a turnaround, God intentionally sends a prophet. And he said, go to this woman's house and ask the woman for her last. And the prophet come and the woman say, hey, my Lord, this is my last. Whatever, whatever, whatever. He said, hey, give it to God and give him first. Give it to God and give it first. And the Bible said the woman, out of reluctance, gives her last meal to the prophet. And the man of God said, as long as the Lord liveth, the woman, the barrel of meal, the place where you took this money out of will never run dry. And the oil will never cease. And the Bible said, this woman out of her sacrifice began to enjoy abundance for three and a half years without ceasing. 
without his listen there is no magic in this kingdom everything is repeatable everything is learnable everything that others did and they got a breakthrough you can do the same because the secrets of the kingdom does not come out of Freemason secret room everything in this bible is an open secret everything is an open secret you better apply your life to it but the good news is that no matter the bad speculations people are making in 2024 by your sacrifice 2024 will be a year of abundance for you in the name of jesus man of god why are you saying that i'm saying that because the covenant of scripture is stronger than any economics the covenant of scripture is stronger than bad leadership is stronger than wicked leaders is stronger than is stronger than anything mis mistakes of people is stronger than anything is stronger than any economic downturn forget about it psalm 89 verse 34 now listen my covenant will i not break nor will i alter the thing that is gone out of my mouth so if he tells you that if you give me sacrifice i will turn your life around nobody no system no matter how wicked men become cannot stop god from fulfilling his word cannot stop god he told them after 400 years i'll bring you out pharaoh was the most wicked and wicked because pharaoh was not just a human being he was also a spirit they couldn't stop israel from coming out and the lord brought them out with milk and honey even in the wilderness, he gave them KFC. What are you talking about? Moses was worried. He said, Lord, he said, wicked people, how can you ask for meat in the wilderness? God said, Moses, they didn't come to you. They are not asking you. I don't know where your faith is. Put your faith in the covenant. My covenant will not break. Everything he says will happen when you do what he asks you. It will happen the same. Now, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 to 17. We see another woman. And I don't know why it's woman, 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 woman. Who couldn't give birth? He has become barren for years. And then God sends a prophet. And the woman said, this man that passes by here is a prophet of God. Let's do something. Let's sacrifice to make him comfortable. And then... The problem of many years suddenly received a turnaround. The man of God asked Gehazi, he said, since we came here, we have not heard the cry of a baby. He said, ah, my Lord, the woman has no child. She is barren and the husband is double impotent. I go. I said, don't worry. Because of what you have done, the portals of heaven is open over your life. He said, a year by this time, according to the time of life by the time i return again this whole family will experience supernatural turnaround this year you will experience a turnaround before 31st december all you need is to be released from stinginess to be released from faithlessness some people think that god want to come and take their kobo kobo from their pocket my friend he said the silver is mine now sometimes even if i look at god it's ridiculous he says bring me a seed 
He now will give you the seed. And then you give it back to him. Then he multiplies the seed back to you. Romans, um, John 3, 27. Why? Why are you saying man of God? God is going to give you the seed. A man can receive nothing. A man can receive nothing. Except it is given to him from above. So all that you are bluffing about, God gave it to you. You may not recognize it, but it doesn't matter. It's like a doctor telling you that your heart is on the left. You say it's on the right. No problem. But where it is, that's where it is. Challenging God doesn't change anything. No man can receive anything except it is given to him from above. You may not recognize it. You may insult God. It doesn't change anything. The truth is the truth. And it will never, never, never change. I see many people sharing testimonies they've never, never shared in their life before. What is sacrifice? Sacrifice is giving something that costs you for the advancement of God's kingdom. That will also result in your personal advancement. You advance his kingdom with your sacrifice, then he advances your, your, your own life for you. Sacrifice is giving something that costs you. For the advancement of God's kingdom, and it will also result in your personal advancement. It's not like you are just giving to God so you go, you go for free. Never. You don't give to God to go for free. Recently, I met the man who preached for me to drop my first car as a seat at the airport. I was so excited. I said, hey, man of God, your message changed me. We sat down with him. We talked. We talk. When he left, I said, my God, if I've not heard that message from this man, I don't know where I will be. And I thank God for that day when I entered into that church and I heard that message of sacrifice. My life has never been the same. And I've been using that key. 2 Samuel 24, 24. Sacrifice is something that costs you. So, don't give your Indomie money to God and call it sacrifice. No playing games. Eh? David said to Aronai, I will buy you of you at the price. Neither will I offer burnt offering unto the Lord my God for that which cost me nothing. For that. So sacrifice must cost you. Number two, what is sacrifice? Sacrifice is also an act of thanksgiving. It is the show of appreciation to God for his goodness towards you. How many of you can say this year the Lord has been good towards you? Can you lift your two hands? Let me see you. If your hands are down, you are about to die. If your hands are down, you are about to die. Because only the dead cannot recognize the goodness of God. Only the dead cannot recognize the even among the dead some are giving thanks that they didn't die through accident they died their bodies in shape my god among the dead psalm 116 verse 17 i will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving so thanksgiving must provoke you to sacrifice now Let's look at some key notes on sacrifice. Some key important points. Number one. We do not sacrifice to meet God's needs. God has no need. We sacrifice to meet our own needs. These are key note points you got to understand. Why sacrifice? Am I meeting the needs of God? No. God has no need. We are the ones who are needy. God is not a needy God. Psalm 50 verse 5 and 6. Quickly. Psalm 50 verse 5 and 6. 
Gather my saints together unto me. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Verse 6. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness. For God is judged himself. Verse 7. He said what? Hear all my people. And I will speak, O Israel. And I will testify against thee. I am the God, even thy God. Uh-huh. Never. I will not reprove thee for thy sacrifice or not thy burnt offering, which have been continually before me. Next verse. I will take no bullock out of thy house, nor a he goat out of thy fold. Every beast of the forest is mine. The cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, my God, I think some people were making him angry. If I was hungry, I will not ask you. For the world is mine and the fullness thereof. Tell your neighbor, God has no need. If I was hungry, Psalm 50 verse 12, note it. If I was hungry, I won't come to your house in Choco. I'm not going to look for you in Accra. That God is hungry. He's coming to you. Can you help? Can you help? It's like your dog trying to tell you that he's the one providing for you. The dog that eats the crumbs at your table is now posing that he's the one taking care of you. So God has no need. Number two, Every act of sacrifice gives you a quantum leap in life. Every act of sacrifice gives you a quantum leap in life. In other words, it takes you higher in everything. It takes you higher in everything. Psalm 124 verse 6. It said, turn again our captivity, O Lord. Turn, Psalm 126. Turn again our captivity, O Lord. Psalm 1, 2, 6, verse 4. Then again, our, it changes everything. Number three, nothing provokes blessings like sacrifice. Anytime there is a curse, sacrifice becomes the neutralizing force. Anytime there is a curse of stagnation, you are not seeing your life moving forward. You are praying. We know you are a prayer warrior. But it's time to use sacrifice to neutralize the curse. Genesis 8 20 and 21. The Bible tells us Noah built an altar and took off every clean beast and every clean farm and offered burnt offering unto the Lord. Verse 21. And the Lord smelled a savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground. By their sacrifice, the curse was neutralized. Today, every curse hanging around your life in your family, I see the curse breaking down for your freedom in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm, number four, God requires every child of God to come with his yearly sacrifice when the year ends. It's a requirement. God requires. You see, but many people are walking in church without a covenant. They don't live a covenant life. They are just doing, just moving like atom. Pam, 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 pam. Nothing, guys. As soon as they get money, they take paper. Spend it. Nothing, guys. They don't have respect for tithe. They don't have respect for giving. They don't have respect for sacrifice. And they are expecting God to bless them. Listen, it doesn't work. For the scriptures cannot be broken. You can't live anyhow and expect God to give you a turnaround. It does not work. Anyone preaching that one to you want to destroy your future. You can't just live anyhow. 
and expect God to bless you. It is not scriptural. So, First Samuel 1.21 Elkanah and his family goes before the Lord and offer the yearly sacrifice and their vow. You vow to God on last year, 31st December. Oh God, oh God, if by the end of this year you give me a man that I love, I will win 10 souls for you, even one. I will give you all the offering at my wedding. You have used it to pay for Coca-Cola. Human beings don't remember. That's why I'm saying, when we are giving thanks and you see somebody standing there, he's not a deep thinker, which means he's a fool. He cannot know what has been done. And it is very painful to work with people who are ungrateful. People who can't remember anything that has been done for them. Very painful. And many of us are pain in heaven because we can't remember but today, may you be delivered from ungratefulness. Join those who... Can you, can you lift your hands? May you be delivered from ungratefulness. I told you of a man who has spent two years in the hospital. Are you in the hospital? No. Even though you don't have your own car, Okada brought you to church, but still, you are still here. Those that came by flight and those that came by the spirit, you have also come. We have finally arrived at the same place. Put your hands together for the Lord. He's good. Number five. Number five. When you want to give a sacrifice, hear from God. It's a keynote. Hear from God. Don't decide. Let him decide. Hear from God. Allow God to show you what and how much to give. Genesis 22, 1 to 3. Genesis 22, 1 to 3. Allow the Holy Ghost. To tell you. He is the one that will turn your things around. And it came to pass after these things. That the Lord tempted Abraham. And said unto him. Abraham behold. Here I am. He said take now thy son. God was telling him what to do. Take now thy son. Thy only son Isaac. Whom thou lovest. And get thee into the land of Moriah. And offer him there for a burnt offering. Upon one of the mountains. Which I tell thee. God decided what he wanted. He's the master. And Abraham rose early in the morning and suddenly asked and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and cleaved the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went to the place. Now look at it. He went to the place which God told him. He went to the place. So as I'm preaching, God must be speaking to every heart. God must be speaking to everyone. He's the one giving us the test and he is the one who marked the test. So listen to him. You can't go to Esam's hall. And then the question is, describe the map of Ghana. You say, ah, Africa is better. I'm going to draw for this letter an African map. Even if you like, I'll give him world map. You have already failed. Because you are doing what they didn't ask you to do. And by the time you finish, you have drawn a very accurate African map. Somebody drew Ghana map. When he finished, it was looking like a goat. But it's written Sunyane, Kumasi, whatever. Your own. South Africa. Angola. Ethiopia. It will be totally cancelled. 
Because you didn't do it according to what the letter. This is the life of many believers who are always choosing to do things for God. Don't choose to do things for God. Let him choose what he wants you to do. All rare women who are in proper marriage, they ask their husbands, what do you want to eat? Uh, you may not like it, but that is the truth. All rare women who are in proper marriage, they ask their husband, what do you want to eat? Others, they give what they want to eat, whether if you like it, if you don't like Especially if the man is broke. All the men shout mercy. So he will eat the food, but he's not happy. And they don't even care whether, whatever, whatever. But the real woman, because see, the happiness of the man affects your own happiness. You got to know that. All oh, real woman will find out. And serving God, he is a master. Find out what do you want? No, this is what I want. So now, Sacrifice is that which God has decided. Is that which God? He said, Abraham, give me Isaac, not Ishmael. If he has not been specific, ah, he will have given Ishmael. The boy was already causing trouble. Is that somebody has two cars? He wants to give one to God. He give God the one that is causing trouble in the road. But you see, what you don't know is that whatever you give is what he multiplies to you. So you give him a car causing problem, he'll give you more cars that causes problems. You didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth, man. You give him something precious, he gives you everything multiplied by preciousness. So, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot thank God without sacrifice. It is fake thanksgiving. Fake, 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 fake. And listen, you don't have a spare life. Do things that bring you profit. Yes, you don't have a spare life. Don't be experimenting things. Do things that bring you profit. You don't have a spare life. Therefore, what are the five major blessings that come to those who sacrifice? Number one, sacrifice turns curses into blessings. No matter who has ever cursed you, your sacrifice can turn that curse into a blessing. Life is full of curses. Curses of our fathers, curses of our mothers, curses of people who came ahead of us. We didn't know how they led their life. We were just born into these curses, my God. But you can come out and lead a different life. Genesis 8, 20 and 21. Adam and Eve brought a curse on humanity. Noah turned the curse around. He said, no, I'm not going to work in the curse of my father. How did Noah turn the curse around? Remember, in Genesis chapter 3, God cursed the ground. He said, out of the sweat will you eat tons and tissues. Noah came, he said, no. I will not inherit the curses of my father. What did Noah do? He turned the curse on the altar of sacrifice. Noah builded an altar unto the Lord and took off every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offering on that altar. Wow. 
And the Lord smelled a good savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. The curse that came through his father in his generation, he turned it around. Today I decree, every curse you came to meet in your family is turning around into a blessing for somebody. Let me hear a blessing. Amen. There are two things you can carry. You can carry other people's problems and you can turn the problems into a blessing on the altar of sacrifice. Imagination of people is very wicked. God was saying, but because of what Noah has done, he gave an anchor law, a law that will never be changed in verse 22. Whilst the earth remained, eh? sit time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. The day I saw this scripture, I say, I will never beg it. I will never beg in my life. I will put this scripture to effect. Put it to effect in secret. In, oh, nah, yeah, 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 yeah. I will never beg in my life. He show you the anchor of, As long as the earth remains, see time and heaven. Stop harassing the people around your life. And put the scripture to effect. Put the scripture to effect. When any time you have a bill, everybody is under pressure. And for now, they will pressure too also. Instead of putting the pressure here, whilst the earth remained, every sea sower will always come back with abundance. This is the angle of. Then let's jump to chapter 9, verse 1. Noah is turning his father's curse into a blessing. Genesis 9.1. So he has now given a sacrifice. And God blessed Noah. He didn't say Adam. Adam's time is past. And God blessed Noah and his sons. Adam cursed himself and his sons. Noah brought a blessing. God blessed Noah and his sons. And said unto him, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Noah turned the curse around. Today I see marital curses being turned around. Family cases being turned around. Case of poverty being turned around. Because see, these cases come about also because of sacrifice. When people sacrifice wrong things, pouring blood, killing people, doing all sorts of bad things, then cases are provoked. So you also turn those cases around. Now hear me. Many of you sitting here under the sound of my voice, you will be the first melonia in your family. You'll be the first first class student in your family. You'll be the first to have a wedding, wedding, day, wedding in your family. I declare many, many first class blessings, first class blessings, first class blessings. Somebody testified, he said, nobody has ever traveled in my country. I broke that case of international travel by going to Kenya. Put your hands together for the Lord. Ah! Uh, you thought I'm going to say you Kenya? International city. Those of you who don't know Kenya, Kenya almost looks like abroad. Why? A lot of white people are there. Most of the best hotels are in Kenya. Glory to God. Another one also broke it by going to Dubai. And another one broke it by going to America. I don't care the curse that they put on your family. By your sacrifice today, the curse is turn around, turn around, turn around. They say the woman don't marry. Chia, you are going to marry in the name of Jesus. They say no one drives a car. 
You will not only drive a car, you'll be giving cars. Yeah. Yeah. They say in your family, nobody builds a house. You not only build a house, oh, you'll be selling houses. You'll be buying them and selling them and building them and selling them. How many said amen to this turn around cat? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am about to turn around some cases into blessings. Ay, 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 ay. Before we started this church, I look around and I say, ah, this thing happens to church. I say, no, I'm going anti-clockwise. Everything I've seen that is like flowing through the, I said, no, I'm not going to go in that direction. I have to take a different turn. People insulted me. They said all sorts of things. Today, all the insults have been turned into commendation. All the insults have been turned into commendation. I decree over your life. Very soon, those who criticize you in secret will come and confess in public. I didn't hear when I said, those that criticize you in secret will come and confess in public. Today, 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 something will turn around in your favor. I said, today, 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 something will turn around in your favor. Glory to God. Number two. Sacrifice provokes the wisdom of God. And it's not easy to be a fool. <laughs> you need plenty of wisdom. If God gives you wisdom, life is cheap. No door can be closed against a man of wisdom. Because wisdom actually means the path of life. Wisdom is a path. When you walk in the path of wisdom, the Bible says that a wise man scaled the wall of the mighty. No matter how high the wall is, a wise man will jump over that wall. And I see you jumping over every wall of destiny. Say, Lord, I need plenty of wisdom. Plenty. Now, sacrifice provokes supernatural wisdom. It gives you insight into difficult problems. Commanding favor on every side. Solomon came into wisdom through sacrifice. First Kings chapter 3, verse 3 to 5. Solomon loved the Lord. Verse 4. He went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. Look at the words. Oh boy, Solomon. Some people say he was 13 years old. Others say he was 16 years old. But the, the, the problem was that he was a teenager. Solomon was a teenager and everybody was watching for him to fail because he had other senior brothers Adonijah and other people who have already coronated themselves as kings and then God said no 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 give it to that small boy so people okay okay we'll see what is going to happen so Solomon had a lot of pressure around his life and he said ha how do I turn this pressure into pleasure he went to give you and he said Lord I am a little boy I don't know how to go and how to come this is your sacrifice. Lord, give me wisdom above my age. Whoa. And he gave 1,000 cattle. Boom, boom, boom. Blood was flowing. A thousand burnt offering did he sacrifice. Heaven shook. Verse 5. That night, the Lord appeared to him. Tonight, I see God appearing to many, 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 many people here. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, 
Ask me what I shall give thee. Somebody say open check. How many want open check? Open check blessing from God. Ask me what I will give you. God asking somebody that question. And he can give you anything. And Solomon said, Lord, I am a child. People are watching for me to fail. Give me an understanding heart. Look at verse 12. What the Lord did. Plenty of wisdom. I can't read all time. Verse 12. Behold, I have done according to thy ways. I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart. So that there was none like thee. Before thee. Neither after thee shall any arise unto thee. So apart from Jesus, Solomon is the wisest man. And he didn't go to school for it. He collected this blessing on the altar of sacrifice. Now look at the effect of his wisdom. First Kings chapter 10, verse number 24 and 25. You know, this is the way I engage the Bible. And I, and I, I like it. I try to find out things in the Bible. All successful men are in the Bible. They are not in Guinness Book of Records. You better check where the people are. You, you better check the where the people are. And all the earth sought to Solomon to hear his wisdom. The whole world. If he was even collecting gate fee, five cities. One city each. The whole world coming to one man. After today's service, men will look for you for solution. They did not come to see his kinship. They came to hear his wisdom. Which God has put in his heart. Wow. 25. And look at how he became rich. And they brought every man his present. People gather around wisdom. People, if people are not gathering, maybe your wisdom, we can, they can't see your wisdom. People, even in church, if a pastor preaches wisdom, multitude will gather. People gather around wisdom. They brought every man his present. Vessels of silver, vessels of gold, garments, armor, spices, horses, mu Everybody brought something to Solomon. After today, God is going to release some wisdom for you in your office, wisdom for your marriage, wisdom for your business, wisdom. God is going to release some wisdom. That will cause multitudes to gather around you. And when they come, they won't come empty. They will bring you favor gifts. How many want wisdom? How to do your things? Yes. Even now, who to choose as a married partner? You are confused. You need wisdom. You see some people, they go and they go and choose a knife like this. Anything you say, they only stand. Somebody is in the business with an assignment, he can see. Wisdom shows you the path of life. How come your business is always bankrupt? Bankrupt. bankrupt. You are not operating by God. So there are many people in church, they are, very, they are crooks. Crooks in the house of God. When you get closer to them and you see their dealings, you say, my God, is this a believer? And every crook will walk on a crooked path. When you are driving like this, you don't reach home. But when you hit the motorway, 
to the unfortunately the motorway is no more motorway. Before before in Ghana, when you get a new car, you try it there. Today you can't try it there. Crooked life. But today I decree in the name of Jesus. Some wisdom is about to hit your life. Listen, all people who are saying the older you are, the wiser you are. It's not true. Some old people, let me leave them. But when God gives you wisdom, today I don't care your age. You may be nine years, you may be ten years. You are going to walk with the wisdom of the age. Lay your hands on your brother and say, May God give you plenty of wisdom. You see, what people don't know is that wisdom, the money you are looking for is in your wisdom. Wisdom makes people rich and wealthy. So his sacrifice will bring me to a place of wisdom. What will I do? One of the wisdom that God gave me is how to walk with great men of God. One pastor said to me, how do you know all these people? I said, when you get close, I will show you. Because I understand that he gave gifts unto men. Mm. So I'm not going to be proud. Ah, whatever. I don't care about. You don't care about many people. One day something will take care of you. God has not positioned you to solve all your problems. Some of your solutions are in the hands of others. But because of lack of wisdom, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. A fool is talking, manifesting. If you are wise, you care about many things. If you are wise, you will care about many, many, many. One of the young prophets, he just started ministry, a small church in some lungulungu place. He said, Bishop, you have to come, you have to come. I said, don't worry, I'll come. I get to this place and I'm preaching, small place. When I finish preaching, they began to introduce to me the people who came to the meeting. Lawyers and Supreme Court judges. I'm talking to them, I don't know who I'm talking to. So when I found the Holy Ghost said, have you seen how this little boy has brought you into connection with people you will never have met in your life? God has placed them on your path. But through this young boy. So if the guy kind of bullshit, I, I don't care about manifesting American foolishness. In, in no bullshit, man. I, I because you lack wisdom. He may not drive the type of car you are driving, but there is some favor upon that person that until you get connected to them, you may, you may, you know, Naaman was a military general, but he took a little girl, a maid servant in the house. To say, if my father will go to Jerusalem, his leprosy will be killed. God has not given you all the keys. Some of the keys are given to people you don't respect. Tell your friend, careful now. This is why you need plenty wisdom. Plenty wisdom to walk in this life. Plenty wisdom. Today, wisdom will be released for all the ladies, for all the men, for all the businessmen. And listen, next year will be a record-breaking year for everyone catching wisdom. Number two, it will be a year God will give you speed, 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 speed. Number three key to sacrifice. Sacrifice mm -hmm, produces abundance of wealth. Is that not what all of us are looking for? Because the world, they respect money. You will never be broke again in your life. They don't respect spirits. 
abundance of wealth. Anytime you sacrifice, you bring a supernatural turnaround in your finances. It launches you into new level of financial and material harvest. The same first Kings chapter 3, verse 3 to 4, and verse 13. Solomon sacrificed. The Lord said, Solomon, I will not only give you wisdom, I've also added wealth. Verse 13. Verse 13. I have also given to thee that which thou did not ask, both riches and honor. Wait a minute. Cocaine dealers have riches, but they don't have honor. Honor means respect. You can be rich, but when you can say, yeah, yeah, man, that yeah, yeah, man is coming. No, that's not what we are talking about. We are talking about honor. God blesses you honorably. There are people, their riches is blood riches, blood money. Nobody respect them for it. My God. But when God gives you riches, he will add honor. Wherever you go, men will stand up and salute you. After today's sacrifice, heaven's order of riches is entering into somebody's life. And it's coming with honor, 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 honor. Glory to God. Today there are certain names in Ghana. If they hear that it's part of your name, you are in trouble. Because of riches without honor. The money was a stolen money. And hear me, I don't care what you feel. Listen, the curse of the Lord is in the house of a thief. Make sure everything you have, God gave it to you. Will you tell three people for me? Listen, when you steal, eh? when you steal, whether you are caught or you are uncaught, you are still a thief. When you steal what does not belong to you, whether you were caught or you were uncaught, my own English, you are still a thief. Because you have fulfilled the law of thiefery. Taking that which does not belong to you. And the reason why I've never taken a dime from anybody and I will, until I die is because of Zachariah 5. Because God's word has no respect for your religion. It's a law. It's a general law. The curse of the Lord is in the house of a thief. Whilst people eating on the floor are not sick, those eating in restaurants are sick. The curse of the Lord is in the house of a thief. So in case this morning you decided after church you are on your way going to steal. God does not bless thieves. Be careful. Eat your curry without sugar. With the blessing of God on top. You look more plumpy than those that are eating in five-star restaurants. For it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but it is God that showeth mercy. Be careful. Be careful. That's why we all need the blessing of God. By walking on the path of the covenant. When I'm walking, I never envy anybody. I see something, so blessed be the Lord. Maybe when my time is come, God is going to give me my own. But some people, their blood pressure is always going up and down. Going up and down. Tell your friend, be delivered. Be delivered. Stop the blood pressure, whatever going up and down. 
Be secure with the little that God has given you. Abba. They went to the program in a Mercedes. They arrived. You came in Trotro. You arrived. You came by walking. You arrived. You arrived. What is your problem? <laughs> That's why this church has never borrowed. This church has never borrowed from anybody. You bring, we do. You don't bring, we sleep. I won't go and catch God's pressure on my life. I'm too little. He's too big. Let him carry all the pressure. Pressure here. Pressure there. People living above their means. You want to wear a shoe? $3,000. Even your grandmother will kiss you if he sees it in his grave. Oh, pastor, this Christmas I don't have chicken, so I borrow chicken. Chicken! Tell your friend, there is meat in your stomach already. There is meat. <laughs> don't go and steal so much chicken. Up. There is meat already in your stomach. You don't have that. Come, let me catch you. You see meat. And some of you are already fat that we have to even take part of your portion and use it for surgical operation for somebody. So, what is your problem with food now? himself will bring you into covenant blessings. Yeah. I say God will bring you into covenant blessings. Yeah. Pastor Deboye said he went to one of Kenneth Hagin's meetings and then they were about to take offering and whilst the preacher was, a man waved, he said I, I, I want to say something, I want to say something. He said, what do you have to say? He said, ladies and gentlemen, all of you, 17,000 people in the room, everybody give any offering you want to give. When you finish, I will double it and give it. Hey! People got angry. They say, we'll break this man down. <laughs> Even those who don't want to give. They gave. And gave. And gave. And gave. When they finished, normal offering $5.1 million. So they wrote it and showed it to the man. He looked at it. He laughed. <laughs> he told them, well, bring my checkbook. He said, wah, 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 wah. Then he said to them, is that all that you can do? In the name of the Lord Jesus, soon and very soon, God will bring you into abundance of wealth. That one day we say we are everybody bring money, we'll buy five buses. Then you show up, you say, I'm going to double it. The day is coming. Say the day is coming. Pastor Debo here said, Ah, I've not met this type of human being. I will go and find out his secret. So after the church, he went, he said, Sir, 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 please, may I know you? What you did, I've never seen anybody doing it. What about if the people have... Well, the man said, I know they cannot break me. He said, a year ago, I came to this conference with $500. And I said to the Lord, Lord, I'm going to give you all the $500. Proof that you are God. He said, in one year time, I'm worth half a billion dollars. So... He said, what you just saw me doing is just a chicken change. I wanted to prove that to the people that God is faithful. You know, sometimes you see people playing games as if God is not faithful. My friend, he can give you abundance. Solomon didn't work. He said, the next day, no, the man was a millionaire. Some people are going to experience a 24-hour turn around. 24-hour turn around. 24-hour turn around. 
A gentleman came to this altar. He drove 2,000 Ghana city. In one week, he had 926,000, almost a million dollars. Another time, he gave a thousand. He landed into $166,000. You see, God knows where the money is. And I declare that, Charlie, this just one week getting to Christmas, you'll be dancing without the instrument. How many are receiving abundance? Abundance is coming. You always turn your life around. Don't envy anybody. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. When you see people who are rich, instead of sitting down and talking things you don't understand, go to them and find out what have you been doing? What have you been doing? Many people in Africa want to eat where they have not inquired. Instead of asking the person, how were you able to do this kind of thing for us? Your life is changing. Your life is changing. If there is any rich person in your family, you are about to break that record and jump to the top of the list. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number three, sacrifice brings supernatural healing. It affects your health. What you give to God can affect your health. Sacrifice has power to cure deadly plagues, sicknesses and diseases. It brings deliverance. Second Samuel 24, 22 to 24. There was sickness in Israel. Everybody was dying. And the prophet said to David, raise an altar of sacrifice. David raised that altar. The death and the killing things stopped one thought. Hi! The king said to Ariadne, as soon as he dropped the sacrifice, verse 25 says, the killing angel put his sword back. There are many things plaguing us. You've gone to hospital upon hospital today. Tie your health to your sacrifice. Lord, as I'm giving you this thing, heal me. I'm tired of running around. People using my body as a test tube. Heal me. Tie your healing. How do I know that? Psalm 41 verse 1 to 3. Blessed is he that giveth to the poor. Eh? The Bible says, he said that God will make his bed. Now I like that scripture so much. How giving, how giving is connected to healing. Let's read from Passion Translation. That's how some of us, we don't get sick. We've given our way out. My God! Giving our way out. God always blesses those who are kind to the poor, giving and helpless. They are the first ones God helps when they find themselves in any trouble. Verse 2. The Lord will preserve and protect them. They will be honored and esteemed while their enemies are defeated. Somebody shout, Amen here. Verse 3. When they are sick, God will restore them. Lying upon their bed of suffering, he will raise them up again and restore them back to hell. Every sick person here today, once your sacrifice drops on this altar, God is raising you back to hell. Raising you back to hell. Now, let me give you two quick examples. The first American billionaire is a man called John D. Rockefeller. This man, John D. Rockefeller, was the chief usher in his church. And he was the first oil mungu in America. My God! He became a billionaire. One day, his doctor told him, you have terminal cancer. Mr. John, go home and die. The man left the hospital and went straight to the bank. He said, give me 50% of all my corporate stock. They gave him the money. He gave some to charity. He gave some to church. Instead of him dying, the cancer died. He was 51 by then. God added 42 years to his age. 
Ask your friend, can you buy years in the hospital action? Can you buy years? If people could buy years, doctor themselves will not die. Longevity is connected to sacrifice. He lived to be 93, 93, 93. All the demons waiting for him in the cemetery got retired. The man was still alive. They retired from the cemetery where the man was still alive. From 51 to 93, the man of what called Ora Robert, a sage, was dying of tuberculosis. <laughs> Blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. One day, he was sitting in the house. His mother was going to church. He said, Mommy, Mommy, at the back of the door is my suit. I have my seed inside. Take it and go and drop it in church. I don't want to die and see Jesus owing him. The mother took the offering, dropped it in the church. By the time they came back, tuberculosis died. My God! Papa post wife was attacked by all the demons in Africa. All the demons in Africa came to Mama Faye. Snakes appearing in the house. Strange. You, 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 you enter into a room and you see a bed bigger than the size of the window. How, how did they pass? Men of God came to pray, pray. One day Mama Faith woke up. He's in her book, Rescue from Destruction. He told her daughter. He said, go to my wardrobe. Gather all my gold, my diamond and my trinkets. Put it in the distance. Go and drop it in church. The woman couldn't go to church. He couldn't move. He couldn't bath. They have to turn him, turn her, bath her. No movement. She dropped all her jewelry. Today she is alive to the glory of God, to the shame of every devil. Every sickness they have sent to kill you. Today as you are killing your sacrifice, the sickness will die. I didn't hear. I said the sickness will die. Finally, sacrifice ransom you from danger. Anytime you are getting close to danger, your sacrifice, when God remembers your sacrifice, heaven will send you ambulance, fire service. Sacrifice provokes divine. Sacrifice ransoms people from danger. Proverbs 13, 8. The ransom of a man's life are his riches. When kidnappers kidnap you, your sacrifice becomes the ransom. Go, oh, no, no, this one cannot die. Oh, others can die, but not this one. Sacrifice speaking. The ransom of a man's life are his riches. But the poor man hears no rebuke. Job 22, 25. Many people have been in danger. They never came out. But you, when God looks from heaven, he will see your sacrifice. And the sacrifice will speak. And God will hear your voice when you are in trouble. Yea! The Almighty shall be thy defense. Somebody shout, defense. defense. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Your sacrifice becomes your defense. He said, wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. Thou shall have plenty of silver. So you are not only giving like working lottery. No! What you give becomes a defense for you in the time of trouble. Now, notice this before we close. Every sacrifice answers in heaven. Every sacrifice does not answer in holy hell. It answers in heaven. Your sacrifice is a spiritual transaction. Recorded in heaven for breakthrough on earth and in heaven. You don't give to church. You are giving to Jesus who oversees your sacrifice and ensures their harvest. Hebrews 7, 7 and 8. He said, and without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. God will bless many people this morning. 
Now look at it. Here men that die receive the tithe. But then he received them of whom it is witness, he liveth forever. So everybody's sacrifice account is in heaven. And every time he sees sacrifice, he swears a blessing. When God swears a blessing, it terminates the struggles of man. Genesis 22. Abraham, now I know. Anytime God swears a blessing, it terminates a man's struggle. Today, every area where you are struggling, you are coming out, 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 you are coming. What makes my sacrifice acceptable? Number one, give with joy. Give with joy. Don't give complaining. If you complain, go away with your sacrifice. Give with joy. Second Corinthians 9, 7. God loves a cheerful giver. God loves the one sacrificing with joy. Give with joy. Don't give under pressure. Don't give what you don't have. Give what you have. Not under pressure. God doesn't put pressure on people. Every man has a purpose in his heart. So let him give. Not gradually. Of necessity. For God loveth a singing giver. A jumping giver. An excited giver. I've never given to God complaining. When I give, I'm excited because I know harvest is on the way. Number two, give quality seed. Don't give God a trash. Give him quality seed. Give something precious and do it at your level willingly. Mark 14, 3. Mark 14, 3. This is guiding principles. Being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he said at me, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. Underline that place. Very precious. Mary gave Jesus precious ointment. By the time your lunch is bigger than your tithe, you have a problem. The money you use for lunch is bigger than your monthly tithe. You need to be baptized again. My God. <laughs> Very precious. She broke it and poured it on his head. Exodus 25, verse 2. If any man eh, speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering, every man give it willingly, willingly, willingly. Willingly, willingly. Number three, give consistently. Sacrifice is not once and for all, it's once and again. Once and again. So that there's going to be a turnaround. A turnaround. You move from Okada to Toyota Tassel. Then you sacrifice from Toyota Tassel to Toyota Camry. And then you sacrifice from Camry to BMW. And you sacrifice. Then you go to Mercedes. Even Mercedes has levels. We have A class, C class, E class, and M. M class. Only a few people are there. You will change level whether you like it or not. Very many years ago, I understood this point. So, my best time in the year is end of year sacrifice. I've given my cars. I, when the time comes and I don't have physical money, I will sell everybody. Don't come close. 
Don't come close. I may drop you inside the offering bowl. That's hard. Men have been galloping. One guy who used to be very wicked to us. Every vacation, I used to go and do some vacation job. And this guy, we used to be in the church together. Very wicked. Once we are doing that, while we are doing that job, he'll be passing some of the product. And then when we finish, so the shop owner will now subtract all the debt before he give up. By the time we finish, little bonus, my friend has stolen all. So recently, somebody told him I'm preaching on the TV. He was watching. Oh, no, no, I can't believe it. Oh, no, 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 I can't believe it. Oh, no, 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 I can't believe it. After today, that's how people act when they hear from you. God will change you so much. Do your hands like this. God will change you so much that when they see you, they cannot believe. I'm telling you. Don't mind those who want to use crooked means. Do what is right. Walk in the covenant. Give consistently. He will change you and change you. So one of my best scriptures is Psalm 126. Then again, our captain. One day, I just finished national service. They pay me all my money. I'm coming to church. I'm happy. I've not been to church for some time because I was doing the school somewhere. And then I walk into the church with my 1,500 Ghana city. Many, many years ago. With my white paper with all the list of the things I need. Briefcase I'm going to buy. I'll buy two Two white shirts, gold watch, made in Spain shoe. And I like Sunday market because Sunday, because Jesus is being worshipped, things are very cheap. So I'm sitting in the church. And I'm waiting. When church closes, unfortunately, I sat around the choristers area. Then the man of God came out, calling for sacrifice. And he started exactly from the amount I brought to church. 1.5. I say, my God. This man has Google map. He's using Google. He mentioned the money. The richest man in our church by then. He stood in front of the listing. I wasn't the richest man. I was a student. Now, the man came to the altar pledging, but I have all the money in my pocket. And the Lord said, boy, join him. I said, who? This man has congruent mirrors of shock. I'm not rich. He said, join him. I said, Lord, why? He said, the why is in your pocket. <laughs> so I stood up from this place, walking from, and then I hear the choir say, this small, small boy. I almost ate somebody up. Because I was dying as I was going to the front. All my money for gold watch, for this, for this, for this. Only the two of us, I was standing like this with all the money in my pocket. I never knew I would become a pastor one day. I was a student. I gave all the money. I went home empty with my list still in my pocket. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today everything that was on that list, I don't only have them in abundance. 
It's my own testimony. When I share it, I get happy. Yesterday I was outside and somebody sent me a picture. I said, where are you cutting this thing from? Somebody had brought me things like supermarket. So when I said, ah, did I come with a care track or whatever? Another pastors. And the Lord said, I'm rewarding you for all the things. Let me tell you, if anybody tells you God is a liar, let me know him. I will kill him. God never lies. But you see, people don't want to do something to do it to see a glorious future. I dare everybody in the church, try God. You have tried politics, it didn't work. You've tried education, it didn't work. Try God. It works. It works. As I praise, one day it was Easter. The Lord said to me, Go to where they sell goat and go and buy goat and give it to your spirit. I say, me goat. Who have I eaten goat this month? I was standing at the place where they sell goat, and the price they gave me was all the money in my pocket. Man was glorified. My God. And I look at this white goat. I love the goat. I said, if this man see this goat, he'll be very happy. I wasn't thinking about myself. I used to live in Kaneshi here. I bought this white goat with a white beard. Took it to where the Lord showed me. It was a talk of time for one week. I'm waiting for harvest of goat. One year, no goat. Two year, no goat. Three year, no goat. Now the goat has started. Listen, God is not a liar. Be consistent. Be consistent. Be consistent. And those women who stop their husband from giving, it's your own future. And those men who stop their wife from giving, it's your own future. Listen, if somebody ever tells you you want to give, never say you should stop. Our future is not in what we keep, it's in what we give. Our future is not in what we keep, it's in what we give. Finally, give out of faith and give it hot. (laughs) When I say give it hot, it means when God moves you, he asks me to do it, now, and continue feeling you home, so you lose your zeal. Give it in faith and give it hard. Hebrews 11 4. By faith. By faith. Abel gave an excellent sacrifice. So there are sacrifices that are considered excellent, and some are not considered excellent. Do they give him a first class sacrifice? By which he obtained a witness that he was righteous. Even though he is dead, he is still speaking. So your sacrifice speaks in silence. He speaks. He speaks. Now let's conclude with Psalm 118, verse 25. Go and sell your wig. <laughs> Friday I'm preaching in a church and the Lord says to me, there is somebody here, he has gone to buy sand and stones. To start his burden. Tell him to go and take the truck and clear that thing. And be- when I closed the service, more, a gentleman walked to me and said, Man of God, what is your problem? I said, Which problem? <laughs> he said, You are talking to me direct. 
Do you know, the guy was so moved that he did not only obey God, he came here and gave me a gift for, for that prophetic word. He said, I decided that I'm going to do this thing before the year runs. Oh, no knowing God wants it. Thank you for that message. It is my direct message. Today, may somebody hear a direct message from God. Now, let, we are all going to read this scripture, then we close. Can we read? Okay, ready, go. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. Later on, it says, send now prosperity. It means that you cannot depend on last year's blessings. Now, now. Now, some of you last year, your budget was 10,000. Now it has escalated to 50,000. So if you are hanging on last year's distance, forget about it. I hear in Ghana they are increasing. Light bill. This week I was very shocked. I went to buy food in a restaurant. Then when I check, I don't check receipt, but I don't know why this one I check. I checked the receipt. I saw COVID-19 tax. Even COVID will speak against us. He said, I've left the people a long time. <laughs> you see, some of you don't. You check it, you'll see amazing things. We are in Ghana. COVID died. How many people even got COVID? We are still paying COVID-19 tax. After all the airport tax, during the COVID, you pass through the airport, they tax just a little test saliva. $50. $100. After all this, we are still paying COVID-19 tax. Oh God. You leave us in the hands of men. We are finished. Somebody shall mercy. Hi, my God. That's why you need to engage the covenant. Tell your friend, engage the covenant. Men will finish you. Engage. Somebody says, send now prosperity. Send now. If God leave you last year's budget challenge, you'll be suffocated. May he send you what you need for now and now and now. Some of you last year needed one door car. Now you need a car that takes six people. Say now prosperity. Yes. Yes. Before, before there was no fun in your room. No problem. But now, the way you are sweating, you need a now prosperity. Those of you who are feeling first degree, you need a now prosperity to do second degree and to do some higher things. Some of you, your now prosperity will be three times what you used to use last year. Somebody says, send now. He said, blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hmm? The next verse. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. Tell your friend, bless God. Bless God. So you can also bless God. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. And the 27 verses, what is too powerful. God is the Lord, which has shown us light. Bind the sacrifice we called, even unto the horns of the altar. Tell your friend, bind your sacrifice. As you are giving me your back. Now, is it Louis Vuitton? Shabon, shabon. Michael Kors. It's time for sacrifice. Somebody is seeing Michael Kors. And the Lord is saying, Kors. Kors. You are my sacrifice for now. 
And then Michael Kors will talk back to the lady. You can't sacrifice me. I'm too precious. Do you know man, how much I cost? And then the lady will turn to Michael Kors and say, Kors, God is saying I should give you. Kors is saying, find something else. So there is always an engagement between the giver and the gift. So David said, don't let the gift talk to you. Bind the gift. After you hear the message, you just get angry at Michael Kors. Kors, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! You drop Michael Kors at the altar. <laughs> Michael! Every time you want to give a gift, the gift will be talking to you. Don't give me now. I'm precious. Buy the sacrifice and take it to the altar. The altar of sacrifice is the altar of supernatural turnaround. Your children are more important than God. Let me tell you certain things. Now, some of you, you are always giving excuses. Because, because, hey! God will take care of your children and take care of you. Lift up your two hands. So, my dear, it's time to bind your sacrifice and take it to the altar. Bind your sacrifice. We are going to finish this in five minutes. Where's Michael Cross? <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Anytime the sacrifice tells you, don't sacrifice me, you tell that sacrifice, oh, so you want to reduce my level. You want to reduce my level? I want to go somewhere higher. Lift your two hands and talk to God. Everybody, even if today is your first time coming to church, this church does not come from heaven. We built it. Everyone. Talk to God. In, in this church, our sacrifice is very simple. The ushers will give everybody an envelope. Talk to God. It's between you and God. You don't need to come and stand here for anybody to see what you want to do. There are times we do that. But yearly sacrifice, we don't do that. Talk to God. It's not a show. We don't have a chairman. All of us are chairmen. It's not a public fundraising. It's between you and God. So when you get your envelope, there is a little distance inside. You can write, by the way, whatever you write, nobody will call you to remind you. If your sacrifice is here, you put it inside. If it is a check, you put it inside. So, ushers run fast. Give everybody an envelope. Go to even children's service. I listened to Papa Ode Post Children and Bishop. They, they were talking about how at Sunday school they taught them to sacrifice. My God. Yeah, a lot of people are struggling today because many things they didn't teach them. When you finish, go to Sunday school and nursing mother's class. God has taken care of everybody at the end of the year. Elkanah and his family. So, parents will later give sacrifices to their children. The child is even one year old. It doesn't matter. Elkanah and his family. When I finish, I'm going to give my children their sacrifice. Elkanah, oh, I am going to marry in December. It doesn't matter. 
give you a sacrifice. Oh, I'm unburdened, whatever. My children don't have new dresses to wear. Leave your children alone. Elkanah, this my dress is an old dress. I'm not wearing anything new. People are buying new things. Every day, white, white, I've been wearing the whole December. If you check, you see the same buttons. <laughs> my daughter said, I told you, is this what you are going to wear with? I said, don't worry about me. Let me satisfy God first. That's for me, uh, whatever, little body. So, take your envelope. Talk to God. <laughs> and start preparing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Prepare your sacrifice. Give it every holy healer, even if they are in the grave, will do for them. The whole year, Jesus, Yeah, 
Here today you are not born again somebody brought you to church you will watch television radio whatever you will receive a flyer first time you are coming you are not born again or you backslide you want to say pastor today i want to give my life to jesus before 2024 wherever you are stand on your feet right now stand on your feet quickly 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 god bless you sir god bless you i even saw you walking come forward wherever you are come i want to pray for you come 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 you want to give your life to jesus you have been leading your own life. It's time to turn over to the Lord. You are from the ghetto, wherever you are. If you are still not born again, last year, life was very bad. Come and give your life to Jesus today, 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 today. Yes. Many have been born again through this altar. Today is your turn. God bless you. Where are the other guys? They are coming. Call all of them. Huh? Uh, call, call, call them. Call them. These are my souls. I, I met them yesterday. God bless you for coming. You are footballers. Yes. So, you want to close, come and see these, my football friends. Keep on clapping for them. Giving their life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Anytime you win a soul, make sure you call them over. Everybody needs Jesus. There's no one single individual who can survive without god the devil is too wicked and he's not afraid of any power except the power of jesus christ please lift your hands i want you to know that jesus loves you 
and you are in the best place at the right time open your mouth and say jesus jesus come into my heart i'm a sinner lord forgive me my sins today i invite you come into my heart i receive you as my lord and personal savior lord write my name in the book of life i'm born again today my sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven. I'm, a I'm a child of God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit fill, me fill me so I can serve so God can serve all the days of my life. Of Thank, my you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Reverend Kodjo Bartendemper. Or you can join our Supernatural Generation family. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kodjo Boatimbenpa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.